<laughs> Did I scare you? Listening to the podcast, it answers the only question that matters in horror film. Did I scare you? I am your host, Jake Albrecht. I am his co-host and America's littlest brother, Finn. How you doing today, Finn? Uh, I am swell because you know great news has befallen upon us. It fell us. It fell on us last week, Finn. <laughs> yes, fell fell on us last week. That baseball is finally back, baby. Yep. So. No more snapping at coworkers for no reason for me. <laughs> Jake, how you doing today? Fuck you. <laughs> well, for those of you who haven't listened before, this is not the podcast where we delve into my mental health issues. This is the podcast where we two brothers switch off picking horror movies in an attempt to scare the other one. Vinny, you selected the movie this week. What is the name of the movie you selected? I have selected for all of our viewing pleasure, and pleasure is a a pretty big uh, word on this movie, the 1989 Society. That's right, produced by somebody who was involved in the reanimator, I think, right? Brian Yuzna. If you say so, baby. He apparently did Jackals. Uh, Manos, The Hands of Fate. Is That's, uh, like, widely regarded as one of the worst movies ever, isn't it? It's, well, it's because you you were a big fan of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> I had heard of it before that, just because I traffic and that sort of thing here and there. But, did you ever see any of the works of Neil Breen? No, I have not. <laughs> uh, that's some golden shit. Maybe... Maybe we'll do some of that for a bonus episode at a certain point. All right, Vinny, have you seen Society before? I have. I have seen it at a random time on our our old slam piece, Shudder. We, I mean, we don't really shout them out no more. R.I.P. <laughs> uh, Shudder put on a Joe Bob episode where he went into watching Vinny, for this those movie. who aren't familiar, could you say who Joe Bob is? Since you're referring to him like he's a personal friend of yours. <laughs> yeah, you know, personal friend Joe Bob Briggs, uh, who has done, uh, mostly he's he's a movie reviewer a long time ago. Mostly he does, like, schlocky horror movies. That's kind of, like, his thing. Uh, a long time ago on TNT, he used to have a show where he would do, like, monster movies, and he would review them, like a variety show, and then that kind of fell out the wayside and he's back on shutter yeah i think he he would be like the host when they had uh horror movies on late at night i believe yes so yes. like he would you pop said... in and be like here's a little lecture for information about this <laughs> and then like he'd be like sitting in a studio on a sofa making you believe like oh my god joe bob's like sitting down and watching this when they cut away from him like i am which like nah, he was in the studio for like twenty minutes, I'm sure. But back then, yes, when he did Monster Vision. But currently, now with the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs, 
he does when they do release episodes he actually streams the movies and they live tweet during the uh, the actual episode so oh look at that a little bit of info all yeah. right so joe bob briggs Vinny's personal friend and godfather <laughs> sorry uncle mike <laughs> um <laughs> Uh yeah, so he he had reviewed this movie and I was on a kick for Shutter stuff because, you know, I had dropped that subscription money and I figured why the fuck not. I had watched it and uh I put that movie in the back of my pocket for so said podcast. So All right. I not only had never seen this movie, never heard of it. Never heard of anyone involved in it. I have heard of the reanimator, so there's that. That's like the one little thing I can grasp onto before I fall into oblivion. So, Vinny, when I put this on, I didn't really have any idea what to expect other than it being like, it's like an orgy thing. I mean, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I kind of left that out from the synopsis last week because... I figured I want people to really like dive in and do their own research before they fall into this episode. It's uh it's a weird movie. It is uh definitely a movie that I would have never known existed had Joe Bob not brought it up, so Yeah. If anything, modern America showed us how great things go when people do their own research, Finn. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm going to bring up some certain things at the end of this related to that particular issue. What a, weird, what a weird segue. It's going to pay off, unless I forget, which happens pretty frequently whenever I tease anything. It is late when we do these episodes, so... Yeah, and, you know, you get excited about other things. Uh, Yeah, I don't have much to add before we get into it. I don't know, Vin, what do you say? Do you want to just do the movie? Yeah, let's rock and roll. Let's go to the movies. All right. Let us tarry no further. Well, it's not of any movie unless I've never heard of the production company. That's usually like how bo- most of these like schlocky 80s movies are. I didn't even write it down. What was it? It was like Silent Hills Productions or something like that. You think that I was looking at the credits? <laughs> you, know, you know what? <laughs> that was silly of me. So sorry. <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? Is this your first episode? Jesus. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, Vinny, we're at a mansion at night. We get some POV creeping around outside. A door opens, and a sweaty mullet steps out in a Dutch angle. <laughs> That's what they call that camera angle? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to see some Dutch angle, throw on uh, the first door. Kenneth Branagh went crazy for that shit in that one. <laughs> he fucking loves that shot. Too much. Almost as much as he loves what he loves most, Kenneth Branagh. But anyways, we have some squelching noises and laughing in the background. And we're POV in our way to the kitchen as the music swells. And Mullet is grabbing a big kitchen knife. And we get some heavy grandfather clock action as he goes towards the stairs. And the light turns on. And some middle-aged woman is like, Mullet? <laughs> Yeah, he's standing there with a fucking kitchen knife. He's talking to a doctor about it later. He's like, I'm scared if I scratch the surface, I'll find something underneath that's awful. Oh, what is the way to 
talk about this movie. Then there's a lot of illusions about things that are going to happen peppered throughout the movie. How did you like that approach? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of lazy writing in a way. It's, yeah, I, don't, I think it's a little... Maybe the phrase I would use is like too clever by half. Yeah. Well, it's like what you got to keep like putting a mystery upon a mystery and it's just like that's how you're going to like sprinkle in like your the way that we're going to move through this movie. It's like I don't know. That shit don't work too often unless it's a detective movie. Yeah, it's not just it's like the sort of like I'm afraid of what I'm going to find if I scratch over the surface and the doctor's like, "Right." And he's like Cause like if it's a goo monster and I stick my hand in, like it might go through. He's like, "Oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> it all makes sense." What was this about a goo monster? Ah, <laughs> eh, we'll get to it. <laughs> Betty bites into an apple and it's filled with worms, which the doctor doesn't notice. <laughs> now which is kind of fucked up because there they are, just dangling out of that apple. Yeah, they're just like, "Hey, I'm eating some apple too." You know what's funny though? It's like he chomps on the thing like it's normal apple, and there's the worms. Like you think that the worms would be dangling out of his mouth. I have no reason to say that's an incorrect assumption. Okay, Vin, maybe they would be. <laughs> All right, Vin, we're in the title sequence, and it looks like a bunch of greased up, yeah, maybe bloody bodies are in an orgy together. So they just get right to it, huh? Yeah, some <laughs> some weird like fucking like la la society like music is playing while this is happening. Yeah, I wrote down. I was like, I guess it has its own theme music because it's like to society will be true. We'll all sing together. Society waits for you. And we sing and have sex and no. Spin this girl around. Someone's got butt face now. Ah, <laughs> uh, we got a white screen, and we're back at the mansion. And Mullet is playing basketball with his friend, and he dunks on, let's assume, a seven and a half foot. Yeah, it's not that impressive. <laughs> and Mullet's like, it's just my jeans, I guess. And the friend's like, you'll probably assassinate the president. Ha ha! <laughs> Yeah, he looked at him as just to be like, where did that come from? (laughs) (laughs) It's not all going to make sense in this, you get me? (laughs) I guess. Some guy shows up to see Mullet's sister, and she tells her brother out the window, get rid of him. Now, up in a room, she's dropping a robe for a very gratuitous shot of her in some lingerie. And she puts on a pink dress... And someone is rustling in her clothes rack. <laughs> it's probably Alan Rickman. <laughs> Could and not has... you hear me knocking? Is the bird awake? <laughs> I was like, what's that? Like in my closet. What's going on in there? Toss him a key. Toss him a key. And then one of her earrings is missing, and she goes to look for it by the rack. And she sees the dude lurking. He grabs her and shoves her on the bed, covering her mouth. Then Mullet comes in and rushes the dude out of here. And the parents arrive home at the same time. 
Creeper's like, something evil is happening here. The mom's like, dude, stop bothering my daughter and get the fuck out. Now, Creeper tries to pause at the door, but the brother's like, hit the bricks. <laughs> now, father tells daughter not to see Creeper anymore, which, you know, wasn't exactly her choice if he's just hanging out in her closet. Yeah, I mean, it's not like she invited him up in there. Which, like, how did he, like, get up in there so fast when they just, like, noticed that he parked the van? I don't, I, let's, like... Let's not be too delicate here, Finn. He doesn't look like a physical specimen, so we can't assume he climbed with any speed. No, nah, he does look like fucking what's his face on Conan O'Brien show? Was it Andy? Andy uh, Richter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So imagine they were like, well, "I told him to split, but I don't know what happened to him." And then, like behind him, he's like, ah, ah, just like slowly going up the trestle. <laughs> Trellis, I should say. So that wasn't him beating off in the closet then. It's just him trying to catch his breath. Yeah, it was him desperately searching for his inhaler. (laughs) Alright, so the father does some passive-aggressive thing about the friend that I didn't quite get, but I guess later it's just like, they don't like, "Mm, let's call them humans for a lack of a better word. (laughs) Why would you say that, Jake? They're just waspy-looking rich folk. I don't know, I guess it was just a wild hair across my ass, which is soon going to be my face. Alright, so the parents head upstairs. Now, Mullet stops by the piano in the foyer to ask his sister about Creeper. She's like, he's just jealous. And she's like, hey, zip me up, would you, bro? And he does, but there's a weird pulsating thing on her back. And Mullet seems... (laughs) Yeah, Mullet seems freaked out, but then she's like, what's the matter? He's like, oh, it's just damp? She's like, well, I'm not getting in the shower again. <laughs> I What a weird line for her to say, if not just to be like, well, I did just get out. Like, she should have probably said it like that. They don't seem too keen on hiding what's happening, Finn. <laughs> Yeah, they like playing around with this fucking dude. He's in for a ride. Now, he apologizes because he's going to be missing her coming out party, but he's going to basketball. The basketball. <laughs> now, Vinny, we cut to a gym, so immediately I'm like, this must be where the basketball is happening. But no. A blonde cheerleader is introducing Mullet and gives him a hug and a kiss because apparently this is a school election. Yeah, they just kind of jump right into it. Yeah, he's right against some nerdy kid who's like, he's trying to turn this into a popularity contest. The crowd's like, boo, we hate you, nerd. He's more popular, boo. Where I'm sitting here like, where's the basketball? (laughs) Now, the friend is adjudicating this. He's like, mullet, what do you do, propose to do about the dress code? And in the middle of this, there's some flirty brunette who's Sharon stoning mullet while he's trying to talk. <laughs> Wide open. Yeah, just, uh, she's doing the whole, like, wiggle those knees open and then, like, close them and then... Yeah. He is so entranced by this that he's like, Hubba, wubba, Yeah, it's like a... <laughs> it's like a tractor beam. 
Uh, eventually, the cheerleader notices that someone's. I don't know. How gross do I want to do PR? This mo- this? Listen, this movie's awfully gross, so I say, why not? All right, so she's upset that someone's flashing some clam at her boyfriend. So she slams <laughs> down a book in anger. I mean, like the so- smell. The smell is so palpable. No, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> I try to keep it close to the line. Sometimes I go a little over the line. Then you zoom past it into Crazyville, just like I'm a fucking vile creature. Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> Uh, yep. <laughs> we try and keep this a borderline respectable podcast, Finn. They were beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> you are. That's the problem. Yeah. Why are you trying to change me now? <laughs> oh, Lord. I just try to keep you domesticated. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. So, yeah, he snaps back, too. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, do you want to know what my uh, nickname is going to be for Brunette? Go for it. Snatch Distraction. And you say that. <laughs> God. I'm just, what? That's that's how she's listed in the credits. <laughs> it says right there. Oh, wait, I wrote the credits. My bad. Uh, let's see. Mullet's like, no dress code. Then we'd all look as bad as nerd. And the crowd's like, yeah, boo nerd. <laughs> he looks <laughs> bad. Later, this doesn't make much sense, Vin. No, not really. Unless they're all just like playing with fucking Mullet. It's like, let him think he's winning. Who cares? <laughs> uh, let's see. Snatch distraction is gone. And Fred tells Mullet that that girl is bad news. So Mole goes to the psychiatrist and he's able to eat an apple now because I guess he's feeling better. Well, he takes a bite and looks at it and he's just like, mm, all right, no worms. And the doctor's like, how do you feel about your family now? And he stalls. Then he's like, I don't think about them and they don't think about me. The doctor's like, no, answer, 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 answer. And then he immediately flips around saying like, they don't approve of me. They don't like me as much as my sister. They don't look like me. I think I'm adopted. So, you know, your usual, like, fucking, like, pissy teenager stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the doctor tells him, you sound paranoid. And when he's trying to defend himself against that charge, he sounds, like, kind of worse. Because he's like, paranoid? Oh, what paranoid am I? Hey, just because you're paranoid don't mean they're not after you. Okay, can you do it like Nirvana, though? Just because you're paranoid uh-huh. don't mean they're not after you. God, find a way. Oh, sorry. Yeah, better way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the doctor tells him he'll make a wonderful contribution to society. Get ready <laughs> That's for that the word. word <laughs> That's the fucking phrase of the day. <laughs> Yeah, hey, that's the movie title. <laughs> Alright, Mullet goes home and checks out his sister. There's some moaning in the bathroom. He scopes her out in the shower. <laughs> what is the way to describe this? She's rubbing something on her back. <laughs> at first. And then she's rubbing stuff on her butt. 
And then when you look up, you notice, but the butt's there. <laughs> yeah. But also now the breasts are pointed that way. And you're uh-huh. like, wait, what? <laughs> In fact, her whole face is turned that way. Yeah, yeah. As if they turned half of her body uh, 180 degrees, but kept the bottom half just bolted there. But her arms are like still like the same direction arms should go. So it's just like. Okay, so it's more like. <laughs> Hmm. What's the... It's just the boobs and head are turned around. You know those like uh, metal spike things that like you could like put your face in and then it makes a dent in your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like somebody put a face into the front half of her body <laughs> and it pushed her out through the back. <laughs> and the boobs too. They just went boop boop. Yep. <laughs> So he opens the door to the shower, and she's like, hey, fuck off, and now looks normal. Yeah. And he was like, I was just looking for lotion. Also, creepy, dude. That's your sister. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the main reason why he says he's adopted. He's like, I gotta be with how much I'm cranking it to her, Doc. You know what I mean? I don't need this to be like fucking flowers in the attic type shit, you know? He, I didn't write this down. When he's talking to the doctor, when he's like, what do you think about your family? He's like, oh, you know, it's just like some basic like psychosis and incest. And then they just like yada yada past that. And I'm like, hey, what do you mean? What do you mean there's There's a couple of moments in this movie where they sneak lines in where you're like, wait, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah, I don't... If incest was happening in my family, I think it would be the main character of every sentence to my therapist. (laughs) I'd be like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, like some dude was mean to me at work and like, as you know, the incest thing is still (laughs) happening. But like this guy was like really upsetting me. But then, as you know, the incest is really the deep problem here, though. You're like, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> I'm actually 100% on board. <laughs> yeah, let's see, what's going on now, Ben? He goes outside where his parents are laughing, hovering over the gardener. The gardener is nabbing some slugs. And his parents stop to be like, What's up, man? What's your problem? What what, what do you want, mullet? Yeah, he's like gawking at them. And he's like, I'm heading to the beach. And they're like, yeah, yeah, don't be out too late. Who cares? Now, the mullet gets it as cheap and then sits on, let's see, a boy doll with a nail in its head. Yeah, it makes a weird squeak noise, too, which Ken dolls wouldn't do that. He's definitely not a Ken doll because he has brown hair. But yes, he is of that ilk. So what, what is that, Greg doll? What is it? Yeah, no, it's like Ken's like sad cousin. <laughs> he just got divorced and he moved out to Malibu too. I'm a free man, Ken. I can do what I want. And Ken's like, yeah, yeah, sure, man. Just take it easy. <laughs> he's like, we should go scope it out for chicks tonight. He's like, I'm pretty sure that like I'm getting married to Barbie again. <laughs> it's like. I feel like that happens every time you guys hang out. <laughs> He's like, it's not true. Sometimes I'm a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm like that. Greg, what are you doing these days? <laughs> He's like, 
Sometimes I'm the bad boyfriend before you marry her. <laughs> they call me Rebound Greg. <laughs> I'm always a little too physical and stupid. <laughs> he comes with a scotch glass and, <laughs> and <laughs> fucking a cease and desist paper. <laughs> I don't even have a fixed name. It's just whatever boy they're mad at that week. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> at the beach, he's putting some suntan lotion on the blonde cheerleader, and I guess she likes her belly rubbed because they start making out. Then she's like, "I love you." Oh. Then he goes for some over the bra action, but she shuts him down, and she's like, "If you mm-hmm. loved me, you'd get us invited to that douchebag's party." Then she points to some douchebag. <laughs> How convenient. Meanwhile, some kids sneak up, steal the suntan lotion, they spray it at the cheerleader. They're like, die, alien scum. And they run off, and Mullet is in pursuit, but he runs into Snatch Distraction, who sprays the dropped lotion on his face and laughs. (laughs) It's awfully sexual. (laughs) (laughs) I guess... (laughs) Then he walks into a giant woman who looks kind of like Rosie the Riveter. <laughs> and he's like, sorry. And she doesn't talk, so she's just like... <laughs> yeah, she's an awfully aggressive big woman. Yeah, she's... I wouldn't say a full Andre the Giant, but let's say like two-thirds there. <laughs> and that's her name, two-thirds Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we can workshop on the go, you know? I guess so, Vin. <laughs> now he's talking to, to the douchebag about the party, and the guy's like, what? Party? Hmm? Never heard of it. <laughs> and when he turns around, blonde cheerleader is gone. Then the creeper runs up all sweaty trying to talk to him. He wants to talk, but not here. Let's go to the pier. Come on, Vin, this way. Okay, we're going this way. Oh no, I tripped over a seagull. Help! Help, oh, Jake. Oh, right, I'm, I'm coming. All right. You, you okay? I'm fooling. I'm fooling. It was a bit. Here we go. No, all right. Oh, what? The okay, judge we're is under meeting... the pier. <laughs> the judge is meeting with the dad, and he compliments the daughter on her coming out party. And he's like, eh. Hey, what's that in your earrings? And then she showed it to her dad. And then Vinny the Creeper back at the pier takes out his briefcase. He has a tape recorder. And what is the sometimes Vinny <laughs> when I impart information on this podcast, mm-hmm. I get too delighted yeah. and then I start laughing. Yeah. And then I could tell what I'm saying if I listen back to it, but I wonder if people can tell what I'm saying. I'm not. Yeah. I, I understand. I, I, I too like, you know, what's funny is when, when I play it back, I, I know where your joke is going to, but that's because I already heard it, so. I don't know why I would bring that up now. Anyways, on the tape, the family is talking about how everybody at the party gets to fuck once she comes out. <laughs> and the brother, the mullet brothers listening to this in mute horror, and then she's talking to some girl about how great it is that her vagina will be able to stretch out the more she fucks. (laughs) 
back in the house. Dad is dissecting the earring and he finds the microphone on it. He's immediately like creeper. I don't know. You want to double back on some stuff? I thought, I mean, listen, I don't got one. Stop me, but it's a firstly, it's a myth that increased sex in any way uh, stretches out of. I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> it's like the birds and bees kind of talk. Okay, but I feel like the only thing that was like some slut shaving bullshit, basically. Right, it's a baby that'll stretch that shit out. It's like not even enough to talk about. <laughs> It's just like dudes being like weird and territorial about a piece of equipment that doesn't belong to them. It's a piece of equipment that mystifies them, so they make up myths. Imagine if it went the other way, if a lady's like, oh no, your dick's all floppy. Because <laughs> you've been fucking too much. I mean, <laughs> you fuck too much, you probably won't be able to put it up at some point, you know? ED really does exist. <laughs> Like, that dude's all used up. His cub's just gonna dribble out before he even gets going. No, that that is tr- It's not true! <laughs> well, it's true, but, you know... That's pre- not why it does that! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it doesn't happen to you when you just look at someone funny, you're like... Anyways, we're back in the tape, and again, with an attempt to control... Okay. The volume of my voice. I Go will impart it. this information. All right. <clears throat> Sister has just finished fu- fucking the douchebag <laughs> on the table. Wait, wait, try that again. <laughs> <clears throat> me, 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 me. Sister has finished fucking the douchebag on the tape while the dad is there talking like an excellent job, the both of you. <laughs> I didn't laugh. You're good. You're good. Mullet! <laughs> Not laughing. It's like looking like, no, 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 no. <laughs> As someone on the tape screams, and it sounds like everybody eats him. Uh, yeah, they're fucking, and it sounds like they're having a blast until the guy's like, wait, what? And you hear... <laughs> Now, Mullen is like, this is some sort of trick, creeper. So he takes the tape from him, and he heads off. Vinny, Mullen takes the tape to the psychologist. I, you could see where it was going here the first time already, right? Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, no, don't take him to the doctor your parents set you up with, dude. Yeah, I. that's immediately I was just like, I like the only person you clearly could trust is the guy that gave you the tape recorder yep <laughs> so the doctor's like i don't want to listen to the tape right now but give it to me yeah he's like but i don't want to listen to it now but give me he's like definitely we can't listen to it together because then i can't convince you you're crazy but also i need that tape give me that tape he's like give me that tape i promise that i'm not going to alter anything and make it seem like everything is fine on here why would you say these things he's like, Doctor, why do you have a tape in your hand that's marked replacement tape? And he's like, um, it's the beloved 1980s band, The Replacements. Oh, it's like, whoa, well, we're in band. the 80s. That's perfect. Yeah. 
a good band. And he's like, wait, name one song by him. And he's like, oh, I just love all of them. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's the best one. Like, yeah, all of them. That's their best replacement <laughs> song. He's like, son of a bitch, I'm fucking nailing this. Yeah, they... <laughs> Mullet doesn't want to give it up, but the doctor's like, oh, you still don't trust me. You don't trust me. You're not going to give me the tape. You're like one of those dicks who like talks about tapes but doesn't give them up. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, just give me the fucking tape. <laughs> so he does eventually. The next day, he's trying to talk to the blonde cheerleader about the tape and douchebag. But she's like, shut up. Don't care about douchebag fucking on tape. Did you get us into that party? Because, <laughs> listen, she's all about status, too. And his answer is no. So she's like, if you're having problems... I think it's your fault, and that's why we're not invited to any fucking parties. She got 99 problems, and they're all about him. Not getting like, them into the fucking party. Mm-hmm. And she says, furthermore, I think we should start seeing other people. <clears throat> but Ross Geller style, she's going to regret this before the day's over. <laughs> I mean, I guess him too, you know? <laughs> hey, so... She dubs his ass and takes off, and he opens his locker and finds a shrunken head in it. I didn't laugh. <laughs> Good. Fitty, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> hey, folks at home, if you think the shrunken head has something to do with it, I got some news for you. <laughs> nope. Just like that Ken doll. <laughs> or I'm sorry, Greg doll. <laughs> Sometimes it's Randy. <laughs> if he keeps talking about someone having my, their period, even though I actually had it last week. But Randy. <laughs> Shut up, Randy. <laughs> Anyways, Bullock goes to see the doctor. I'm sick of this shit. I'm going to the bar. <laughs> Mullet's going to see the doctor again, and the doctor says, Hey, did you know that recording people without their consent is illegal? And Mullet's like, Well, yeah, who cares? I mean, you gotta listen to what's on it. And also, I'd be like, I didn't record it. Yeah, it'd be like, I found this tape. So, you ain't got nothing on me. He's like, Is distributing it illegal if you didn't record it? He's like, We'll have to wait for Pam and Tommy Lee to find out. <laughs> and they're screaming yes yes it is and he puts in a tape and oh my god just sounds like normal stuff what are you done mullet and mullet is confused <laughs> yeah. and also a moron yeah he like immediately like kind of like gives up almost because he's just like oh, no there was something on there no oh maybe i am going crazy and it's just like dude come on yeah, they fast forward like three times, Vinny, and everyone's laughing and having a good time, and nobody's fucking their dad or eating anyone. See? Wholesome. We're the ones with the fucked up minds here. The doctor says, you have to follow the rules of society. <laughs> now it's time to give you some sedation. Yay! Yay! Mullen scrambles and grabs the phone, and he calls Creeper. He's like, excuse me, Creeper, who's located at this address? Where anyone could attack him right now. <laughs> I need another copy of that tape. Now he splits. 
And he speeds off into the night and immediately finds Creeper's van flipped over and the cops on the scene. Hmm. I wonder how they got to him, then. I don't know. That's interesting. It's not like someone doxed him. Now, there's blood everywhere, and they're wheeling his dead body into the ambulance. And, let's see, Mullet steps into a blood puddle and sees the briefcase emptied on the ground. And he tries to nab the tape recorder. The cop's like, hey, you can't take evidence. Get the hell out of here. I mean, yeah, you can't just do that. Just because you're white and have a mullet. Jeez. I mean, he's halfway there. <laughs> if he got all C's in high school, he'd be a cop by now. Just, <laughs> just as an honorary. <laughs> Back in the mansion, the family is waiting. And a telegram. So sorry to our boys in blue. <laughs> I'm sure you gotta be in jam. <laughs> Back in the mansion, the family is waiting, and a telegram came for Mullet. He's been invited to a party at Douchebags. They're all excited for him. He tries to tell them about Creeper dying, but they know all about it. Yeah, they're like, who cares? This is a chance for you to be really popular by going to this party. And he's like, sister, aren't you sad? And she's like, about the creep who looked like he was about to rape me the other day? <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm devastated. Can't you tell? Oh, no. How will I get someone to attack me like that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, judging by her, I mean, it'd be pretty easy. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> she's a fine actress. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> It's party time. There's a DJ. Nobody seems to be fucking everybody yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, was this like the fireworks factory kind of thing for you? You read the synopsis, and you're like, where's the orgy? Yeah, you sort of like eyes peeled like to the corners, paranormal <laughs> activity style. <laughs> or you think it's going to be like rolling in like an avalanche, being like, oh my god, there it is. You know how there was, like, that factory that burst and, like, molasses poured through the streets? <laughs> I'd be worried that, like, an orgy would be rolling at me at a party just like that. Everything's all fine. It'd be like, what's that rustling through the book? Oh, my God, it's a tidal wave of an orgy. Yeah, all of a sudden you just see, like, four asses pouring down the stairs. <laughs> oh, it's nothing like that later it happens, huh? We'll get there. Vinny Snatch Distraction is here, and she brought Midriv. Oh. Mullet stares slackjaw as she approaches him, and then they cut to them slow dancing tight against each other. So mm. he's already lost the plot. Yep. <laughs> he, he's gone off the deep end, folks. Some, and I risk all my likability when I say this, less hot brunette watches sadly for some reason. <laughs> Average. Why not average looking brunette? I would say more my speed. Okay. <laughs> wow, you're just digging yourself an even bigger hole. And if I'm being honest, like someone who absolutely would not look at me. Yeah, Mr. Judge Bentil, Jesus. But I mean, you know, we all shoot for the stars. Anyways. Of Snatch Distraction asks about blood. I don't, did I go too far this time with the Snatch Distraction? 
No, it's. I mean, if you want to change the nickname, it's but it's your chance. This is it's, these are your creations. It's too late. I can't get you to edit them out. <laughs> she asked about blonde cheerleader, but she's not here, baby. <laughs> and friend is there. And implies that snatch distraction is a hooker. Oh, hey, no s fucking slut shaming here. Yeah, she leaves in a huff, and Mullet's like, "Hey, fuck you, friend." He chases her a tent where douchebag is smoking pot, which oh. warrants dark music because this is the 1980s. <laughs> He's smoking the devil's lettuce, as Christian once put it. Yeah, no, they treat this as if he is doing like black tar heroin in front of him. <laughs> and he's fucking, you know, they're all huddled together like with hoods on and shit and just like just jabbing each other. Yeah, and the douchebag offers a joint to Mullet. Who slaps out of his hand like, how dare you? <laughs> so he's a good boy. Now he asks Douchebag about the recording, and Douchebag's like, yeah, I fucked your sister. Everybody got turned on, so then they fucked her. And I killed Creeper. What's the problem? And he's like, stop joking around. No, I'm not Like, what? I, I went through it, like, beat by beat. What are you talking about? Yeah, I... I couldn't have been more honest. I, I thought that that's what you wanted. He's like, do you want me to describe the position? Because it's like mostly like, I guess like, you know how Ambrosia is like, like jam a jello into stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's what we call our main position. Ambrosia. <laughs> Anyways, Mullet punches douchebag that gets his ass tossed in the pool. Before he gets thrown in there, douchebag does the line where he's like, if you're going to make waves, you're going to get all wet. And this is the point where I'm like, oh, when did Lethal Weapon come out? <laughs> I'm like, I guess everybody thinks they're Shane Black right around now, huh? I mean, it's successful, so. He gets out of the pool and snatch distraction snarks wet dreams, you know, because... This movie's about fucking and you're wet. I think I get it. And then she's like, you're crazy for fucking with douchebag. Then she starts fidgeting with this button. She's like, it's only hanging on by a thread. And then she hangs it off. And he's <laughs> like, oops, now you're half naked. Is that what she said? No. <laughs> it was something like that, though. She just says, oops. And then he's like, you're weird. Vinny, I agree. <laughs> me too but <laughs> she's kind of like what's her face in um <laughs> kung pao enter the fist where she's so crazy but is she kind of cute hmm. maybe they did you recognize this actress no i didn't exactly but i looked her up and this is a long road to go to get to this <laughs> okay buckle up then have you ever seen can't buy me love yeah, the that's the um Patrick Dempsey movie where he pays the girl next door oh, to pretend yes. to be his girlfriend. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah. And then yeah, he yeah. ends up using that popularity to fuck two other brunettes. No. Anyway, she's one of them. <laughs> oh, she's one of those br oh, okay then. <laughs> when he catches him. <laughs> Jackpot. Anyways, Finny, with that button off, there's no reason to delay this anymore. I mean, everyone knows you got your middle button off. It's time to fuck. 
Right. So they head off to a room, and she's like, take off your wet clothes. He's worried other people are going to come in to fuck after they fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's got some weird paranoia problems with that, so. He's like, where's that molasses orgy? Is it heading <laughs> in this direction? Wait, it's like, they're they're fucking, and all of a sudden he's like, wait, 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 wait. Do you hear that? Oh, oh, oh no, it's getting closer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That could be like four distinct characters in this orgy. That's good. <laughs> Anyways, but he can't stop himself, which seems crazy to me. Yeah, no, just whatever. Fuck it. Throw it in the wind. So anyways, her robe's coming off, and they're making out on the bed, and we get a little cowgirl action, and a <laughs> lot of him kissing her chest for real. <laughs> as as our father once said, what? she kissed on no, her. No, that's already <laughs> danger zone. Ooh, I love these. <laughs> You'd be like Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, deleted. <laughs> That's what he wished he did with that tw- that tweet. Burr, burr, burr. We can a little. Yeah, we already did that. He seems pretty overwhelmed. Then she's glistening in sweat after forty five seconds of sex. <laughs> she's Which, out frankly, of shape. She hasn't moved much during. <laughs> but as they make out more, her arm twists around her head the wrong way. Like he's like, ah, what's he doing there? <laughs> yeah, she's just kind of like, you know, sitting there smiling with like her body half contorted. Yeah, it's like with her right and left hand like stroking his <laughs> cheek on the same side. Yeah, it's it's fucking strange. So he rolls off the bed and her body's all contorted around. Then it fixes itself. Not in it- real time though. It's like he looks away and all of a sudden she's back to normal. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have the type of technology to, like, snap that into place. Although, if he did see it, like, contort back in real time, I'm sure he'd be like, yeah, no thanks. I think she probably had to time that with a blink, otherwise it's not gonna work. (laughs) Or she can't be like, what are you staring at? be like, your body was weird, and then you snapped it into place. (laughs) (laughs) But if you hit it on the blink, he's like, I imagined it. (laughs) That's tough, Finn. It's tough to tie, it. It is. Right, Vinny, less attractive brunette has brought blonde cheerleader here because her boyfriend is fucking... And she's like, I knew it. But then like, again... You broke up with it. Exactly. <laughs> you can't say, let's see other people that be mad when it happens immediately. Yeah, that's some controlling shit right there. Go on. I well, I can't throw some like Reese's on the table and be like, oh, to my dog, like, I guess you should eat this if we're not going to be friends. This <laughs> is like, he'll, he'll eat it. He'd <laughs> be like, oh, you stupid dog. Why would you do that? Be like, he'll still want to be friends after, but he's not going to not eat it. <laughs> Something tells me that poor Elliot has gotten a hold of Reese's and you're. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but <laughs> on Christmas Eve, he ate through a plastic bag into a bag of chocolate chips and ate half of it. So I spent Christmas morning Googling how many chocolate chips kill a dog, question mark. Uh, it's the fear of being a fucking homeowner. Or rather, well, you know what? A dog owner and a homeowner. But I digress, Finn. Eddie who? Snatch Distraction makes tea for mullet and asks if he wants sugar, cream, or for her to pee into it. I didn't laugh, Finn. <laughs> it was difficult. <laughs> it was a challenge. Mostly because I don't remember that line the first time I watched. And then when it hit, I was like, wait, what? And I just rewound it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, she... Yeah. It Do boggles pe- the mind what's happening. Because <laughs> people- you're like... Okay, it's a horny movie because it's an orgy movie, right? They make a lot of references to sex. Right. I don't inherently find someone pissing in my tea sexual. No, I I almost find it a bit of like a, you know, like in an affront. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's like, are you fucking like, are you, do you want to fight me or something? Now, he's like, wow, you're a real class act. And I can't quite tell if he's being sarcastic or not. I mean... But she's like, yeah, who cares? Well, fuck again? And he's like, yep. He's like, that did it. He's like, instead of peeing in that cup, why don't you pee on... Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Little brother is loose on the grounds. <laughs> I'm all over the place. <laughs> shoot to injure. Shoot to injure. <laughs> Can't catch me. <laughs> Good lord. I should put like a fucking warning on this Eddie episode. Who, Eddie who? Eddie who? You know there's an explicit like tag on Eddie all of our episodes. Wait. Who? I'm just saying there should be a double explicit tag on this one. Finn, we're almost an hour in and I don't think we're halfway through this movie. We're almost there. They're making out on the couch, and someone's heading this way. They stop kissing. It's scratch it out, replace two thirds of Andre the Giant. <laughs> See, it's perfect. She has a lock of a lock of blonde hair in her hand. Snatch just now. Th- hmm. <laughs> Based on who just left, Vin, is that who she ate? I think so because we don't see her for the rest of this movie. Yeah feel like that was probably a scene that just cut out hey, she has a lock of blonde hair in her hand maybe a pom-pom in her pocket who knows <laughs> and snatch distraction says home early mom is your brain not working and your mom's like Grrr. this is also a person who looks at most two years older than her <laughs> So two-thirds of Andre the Giant pukes up some blonde hair and gives it to Mullet. Snatch Distraction's like, get the fuck out of here. Oh. And Mullet's like, why are you being a jerk to your mom? She's like, she does stuff I don't like. <laughs> Which, you know, that's pretty apropos for a teenager to say. I don't know that I got that. Uh, I guess 
I am reluctant to admit that this script is built together better than I thought because we'll find out the stuff she doesn't like later and that's why she doesn't keep participating in it, right? Yeah, I believe so. All right, well, she wants to make out more after this, but he wants to leave now. If she doesn't like that stuff, though, like, why she tore out her body around like that when she fucks? Well, I mean, it's kind of fun, right? I mean, it's just like, you got some tips and tricks, and it's just like, you know, I'm gonna fuck this white boy and, you know, do it, what, do some crazy stuff here, like, whoa! I mean, I guess we all put a mask on, and fucking is always a way to make it drop, so... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the next date is Cheap Mullet finds a sex doll with a Ken doll jammed in its mouth. Excuse me, Randy. <laughs> it's actually James this week. Oh, okay. What did James do wrong? Uh, she wrote a note to him and he threw it out without opening it. <laughs> That's ice cold, James. He thinks he's so cool. He's like, I already know what it says anyways. <laughs> Just bitching about how much of a dick Randy is. <laughs> Blonde cheer oh wait, no, Blonde Cheerleader's here. She's not dead, Vin. Oh, okay, alright. Blonde Cheerleader is here, and you better believe she has a jean dress on, Vin. <laughs> she asks if Snatch Distraction was a good fuck. And he's like, allow me to explain as he pulls his new sex doll out. <laughs> and Blonde Cheerleader is disgusted and throws her promise ring question mark at him and leaves. Did they have? promised rings in the 80s yes yeah, like a typical millennial vid you're like oh they didn't invent stuff until i was born right well i thought like i don't know the term of promised ring didn't really ring true until i was like in middle school yes things exist before you hear about them no they don't it's like real solopicism you're getting into vid we are like anything within my experience <laughs> is the only thing that actually happens you know, on an everyday occurrence, though, it is kind of weird that I stand there and go, man, there was so much other shit that happened beyond me. <laughs> like, and none of it matters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mullet takes his new friend upstairs. Wait, what? Oh, is this sex doll? Oh, <laughs> Well, it takes his new friend upstairs, and the family is all in ropes, and Dad is giving sister a massage. Gross. And Mom's like, you look nice to that tie. And Dad's like, sure, I'd fuck him. <laughs> he didn't really say that, but he did. Mom's like, you're going to make a positive contribution to society. Then they get into a fight, and Mullet eventually says, fuck you, butthead, to his dad. He's moving out. But where? Mm. I don't know, but he's trading in his Chevy for a Cadillac. <laughs> you ought to know by now. Right, he's at Creeper's funeral later with Fred. Fred's like, he doesn't look like himself in the casket. Then Fred pokes his cheek and accidentally makes a hole in it. Oops. And Mola tries to check on it, but Nerd's like, I want to talk to you. By your parents, a creeper. So Nerd's like, let's meet at Franklin Canyon at 9 at the gate. Okay, dude, we'll be there. 
Motorized. Come on, JK in the car, let's go. All right. Let's uh ooh, gotta stop for gas. Oh, That's a little man. rough right now. Yeah. I know, right? Oof. Uh, then you have a rewards card or something? Uh, uh, I'm using that app, right? What's that fucking app called where you save, buddy? For... Yeah, Grinder. <laughs> right? So you're sucking dick for gasoline? <laughs> Just close my eyes and suck it out of a hose. And for fun. <laughs> Mo arrives later and we see Fred has followed him. Well, it goes into the woods to look for nerd. Someone else zooms off by friend. There's a car down in the ditch, and Mullet's like, Hey, nerd, you there? Like, that's a normal place for a car to be. <laughs> yeah, nerd. Nerd. He's like, is this the meeting spot? Knock, knock. <laughs> he opens the door and finds nerd there with his throat slit. He falls down and hears laughing in the distance. He goes to chase the laugher. He sees a coat hanging in a tree. When he goes to grab it, someone smacks his ass to the ground, grabs the coat, and leaves. He's still pursuing, climbing a fence, but the car zooms away. He's all sweaty in front of a mansion now, and he goes to the door, and it's snatch distraction. He's like, what are you doing here? And she says, I live here. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, I found her with this neck slit open. She's like, hope he didn't make a mess. <laughs> Jesus, like, why would she say that? I hate to, again, give credit to the screenwriter of this movie, but I must. I don't, at what point should I reveal what's happening, Finn? Um, not yet, not yet. All right, it's going to be tough to double back on all this, though, because I forget. All right, the cops and Snatch Distraction are heading with Mullet towards the car. She's smirking at her jean jacket because we all know how this is going to go. So Mullet's like, hey, that's not the right car. Then they open the door. The cop's like, no, blood asshole. <laughs> the cop's like, stop fucking with me just because you're bored, rich boy. And Snatch Distraction says, you you can go home with me to Mullet after the cops leave. But he's like, I don't want to fuck. She's <laughs> like, no, I didn't mean just that. And then I imagine... I don't know, crosses her arms and spins around 180 degrees. <laughs> and she's like, oh, fuck, I should do that out in the sunlight. They fall asleep together in the Jeep, and the soundtrack plays touching music <clears throat> as if he's not sleeping in there with the fucking mutant vid. Yeah, nah, it's sweet. It's the next day at school. It's the presidential debate. And Mullet sits down next to his sister, and he's like, Hey, what's the scoop? Be honest. You fuck mom and dad? She's like, I'm worried about you. And he's like, forget it. <laughs> it was stupid to say it anyways. So Mullet goes up to give a speech about how nerd isn't here. Because he's dead. And he tells the students nerd died trying to tell him about society. And that <laughs> the society that kills to keep its existence secret. He tells the students that Nerd was murdered. They all laugh at him because Nerd shows up. And he had, he's like, I had car trouble. They all <laughs> cheer. They love Nerd now. Him yeah. and his unreliable car. Yeah, he's just like, hmm. Looks like you're the one that's, uh, un uh... unpopular. 
Yeah, yeah, there you go. You got it. Yeah, Seinfeld like, music plays behind it. Yeah, he's like getting the type of heat that normally a wrestler gets if they're mentioning the local sports team. <laughs> Just like, nerd, I love that guy. Nerd, 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 nerd. So Moloch goes to his Jeep and the friend meets him out there. And he's like, all right, it was me. I'm the one that's been messing with you. I put a shrunken head in your car and the sex doll in your car. I'm sorry it made you crazy. It's like, that's not... What? <laughs> like, it's the twisting bodies and the other stuff that made him crazy. Yeah, we... stuff was just weird addendums. <laughs> they were just kind of there. And Mullet freaks out and he's like, you're part of the conspiracy. Who's doing... <laughs> he's oh like boy. no it was just the sex dolls <laughs> you say that there's a a world of sex dolls out there <laughs> they're gonna come take over he's like my dad works at the factory our house is filled with them <laughs> he started naming them I'm worried <laughs> I haven't seen mom for weeks <laughs> it's like she's blended in with them <laughs> there's some hard, weird hard. smell coming from the fridge in the basement <laughs> He's like, son, would you like to have some breakfast? Your mother makes a good waffle. It's just a blow-up doll, like, fucking <laughs> glued to, like, a frying pan. There's two sex dolls with frowny faces standing sentry <laughs> by the basement door. <laughs> One's got a gun, and it's still pointing up, so it's just... It's like, just just be cool around them. They're just here to do a job. You get me some? <laughs> Anywho. He tells Ma... Oh, boy. He tells Ma that he saw some station wagon leave, and it was weird. And Ma's like, okay, okay, okay. You're not part of it then. And he's like, what's the deal with the dolls then? The friend's like, you're only friends with me when it's convenient, and I got angry. Bro, Fred wants to fuck you. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. He's heading home in a jeep. Friend in pursuit. He gives the friend the signal as he heads inside. The judge and doctor have joined his uh, parents and sister. There's an ambulance bagging up to the house outside. They surround him and the orderlies <laughs> grab him. The doctor gives him some drugs. Not the good ones, though. No. <laughs> the ones he hates to give him because <laughs> they're so expensive <laughs> kinda yeah the friend watches as they load Mullen into an ambulance and he follows it to the hospital friend goes in and asks the nurse what room Mullen's in she's like nah never heard of him and the friend goes to check out a gurney where someone is covered in a blanket the nurse stops him before he takes it off she's like you want to see Mullet you better go to the morgue <laughs> Oh. Yeah, in the hospital, we see Mullet hooked up to some machines. He's hearing voices like Lisa Needs Braces style. <laughs> it's, it's like, you'll be a great member of society. The sister's like, I'd love to fuck everybody. <laughs> you'll be a great member of society. I'd love, love to, to fuck, fuck everybody. everybody. <laughs> you'll be a great member of society. I mean, like, even raccoons. <laughs> 
You'll be a great member of society. Oh, my vagina loves to be stretched. No! <laughs> He's loose. <laughs> Get to drugs. <laughs> All right, well, it wakes up at a start, and here's Creeper screaming. There's some doctors working behind a curtain. He pulls the curtain down, but nobody's there. If you're like, what was this all about? I, I don't know. We never find out. <laughs> they puts his clothes back on, which were helpfully hung for him there. Not unlike Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> Emperor Poopentine. So he sneaks out of the hospital. Friend is waiting by his jeep. And Fred's like, they told me you were dead. And Mullet's like, eh, I beat him, eh? They can't beat the Wonder Boy. <laughs> Check out this fucking guy. So, you know, we've now been graced with a new nickname. Yeah, uh, Fred's like, hey, Wonder Boy, don't you know this is a trap? And he's like, who gives a shit? He's like, <laughs> basically Andrew Dice Clay now. <laughs> <laughs> Little Miss Muffin sat a tough and eating cards and way. He's like, little boy blue. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Mullet heads to Snatch Distraction's house, and then they start slapping each other a bit. And she's like, hey, instead of this violence, maybe we fuck. And he thinks about it for a while. <laughs> He's like, no. He's like, oh, they're trying to kill me. You're some type of monstrosity. Mmm. I better not. <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> She's like, don't go home. And he's like, are you kidding? They want me home. It's time to party hardy. He's like, they can't get rid of this guy. A wonder boy. A pew, pew, pew. Yep. <laughs> Outside, Fred's like, what's the plan? A ball just leaves him behind. <laughs> <laughs> That's a kind of plan. <laughs> Just blow him in the past, like, see ya. All right, scratch it out, scratch it out. Two-thirds of Andre the Giant is in Fred's car. She grabs his hair and won't get out. He's like, fine, let's go for a ride, but don't touch my hair. Vinny, this is all that's needed to, uh, to domesticate her, apparently. <laughs> yeah, because then she just, like, goes in the back of the car, and she's just like, oh, Kurt. Yeah, she's like practically Chewbacca for the rest of this movie, based just on one command. She looks more like John Candy in Spaceballs. Yeah, okay. What's his name? Bark Boy? I think it's Woof. <laughs> of course. Well, it's home. The lights are off and the switches don't work. And he's staring around all wild-eyed. So he gets a glass of water and pours pretty much all of it down <laughs> his chest. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> he doesn't like know how to... like take like glugs in between it just like <laughs> yeah he's like throwing his bottom lip at it at random <laughs> he's like maybe it'll be there nope 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 just comes pouring straight through like the sides of his cheeks and he grabs a chicken a kitchen knife chicken knife a chicken he grabs knife. a kitchen knife <laughs> the chicken knife <laughs> bucks away Bark! he grabs a kitchen knife and checks it it's sharp enough all right <laughs> just fuck you his parents aren't in the room, but they pull up in their car when he gets there, and there's some low-level laughing happening somewhere, and whispering like it's the fucking other son lost. And the parents come in the room, and he's ready to stab him, but it's a sting! Everybody's waiting for him. 
I, who could have predicted this other than everybody who told him not to go to this house? Yeah, I mean, like, multiple times. Now, the cops nab him with an animal control pole. Now, Vinny, if you want to know what that is, I had to look it up, and it took me a while to Google it. It's that pole they have where they do, like, the wire, like, circle around the end of uh, slip around a dog's neck. Right, right. Yeah? Yeah. Good so job. they put hey, that around wreck, Mullet's neck, and everybody's card, waiting in note. fancy party clothes. Now, the doctor congratulates everyone on doing a great job. <laughs> then he introduces the judge, and everyone's clapping like nerd just arrived. And the doctor and judge congratulate mom and dad for the great job they did. The judge is like, I love the smell of the hunt and the taste of the shunt. And he says it with such confidence, I'm like, of course. Before I'm like, what's that second part? <laughs> taste of a shunt. And like, what? what's a shunt? <laughs> He's I don't like, think... they love the taste of it. I don't think you want to look up that word. Do you know? Is it a real word? I I figured it's what they call whatever goo they're about to turn into, but... Uh... Oh, well, it's... (laughs) Alright, anyways, Mullet wants to know what's going on. His parents are like, we're not your parents. Yeah, everybody knows. The doctor's like, you're a different race. Your species, that's not the same as us. You were not born into society. And he's like, you're aliens. But the doctor's like, what? We've been here as long as you have, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the friend pulls up with, scratch it out, two-thirds Andre the Giant. Sees a limo pull up at the house as well. Also, Snatch Distraction arrives and looks torn about going in. Now, they're serving some worms as they drag him around, and Snatch Distraction goes inside. A douchebag is happy to see her and kisses her on the cheek, nabbing Mullet's attention. Mm-hmm. Now, the judge tells Douchebag he did a great job, and they have an internship for him in Washington. This is the first thing that set off some, like, QAnon bells for me. <laughs> Speaking of people who do their own uh, research, I'm like, oh. sex party... Secret levers of Washington. Oh, no. <laughs> Actual consumption of flesh. No, not yet, though. Yep. Anyways, outside, they pull someone out of an ambulance that's naked and covered in a sheet. And then two-thirds of Andre the Giant grabs the friend's hair again. But he swivels out of there and says, let's go inside. You're gonna be my date. <clears throat> Now, the doctor compliments Mom on her sister's beauty as he gropes her. And Mom's like, yeah, me and Dad fuck her all the time. I didn't laugh when I said that. <laughs> yeah, you did really good. They bring in the dude from the ambulance with his head covered. It's the Creeper. He's alive, baby. That must I believe he must have been the patient that they dragged out of the hospital next to Mullet. I guess, and also, I don't know, I guess they made a dummy or something for the funeral? Yeah. Now, the judge says, we're going to shunt the first dude and then get to the main course, mullet. Again, I'm like, he's saying that word a lot now. 
Shunt is like I it, I don't think he's using the word right. I think I really just think that's what they this is like their meal, Vin. I guess so. Well, Jake, do you want to like circle around to what you were trying to say before? In regards to the stuff that they actually did set up? Yes. All right, so who else is at this party is nerd. So he's one of these like beings that can like kind of shift its body like the rest of them, right? Hmm. So and we know that uh snatch distraction is like that because she can turn herself around. So right. I feel like when he tells her that he found that dude with his throat slit open, that's why she says, I hope we didn't make a mess, because she's just like, no nerd. <laughs> she knows that like at will he could just like open up his neck and go like Bleh. Uh, yeah, so that wouldn't really make that much of a difference. It's almost like she's open about this and he's just an idiot. Yep. And when she's saying that her mom does stuff she doesn't like, she's talking about what we're about to witness. Right. Except, like, what the fuck ever happened to her mom then? So it's just like, why is her mom just, like, good with just eating hair? No. <laughs> no, as we find out, hair just pops out at the end. It's just kind of left over. You'll see, you'll see. We'll get there. Well, we're about to. Everyone starts taking their clothes off, matter-of-factly. And Douchebag heads over to Mullet and grabs his pole and tells him to watch Creeper. Now, they're tearing his clothes off and giving him some smoochies as the <laughs> Blue Danube plays. You know, what? Go ahead, Jake. Do the song. Oh, man. It's like... Doo -doo -doo. No, damn it. How's it go? Yeah, something I literally only know because of Looney Tunes. Yeah. Now, everyone's covered in goo as they start pulsating and sort of melting into each other. Uh-oh. And Mom tells Dad and Sister to come this way. Then Sister gives Creeper a lick on the cheek before she leaves. Gross. Snatch this dude is literally being, like, assimilated. <laughs> yeah, he's just getting sucked into this writhing mass of body. Yup. That is, in fact, coming this way molasses style, Vin. I told you! <laughs> and there's there's no ages in this at all, Jake. There's old and young folk in here. That's your biggest concern? No. I'm saying, like, they're you know, that's good for them on the pile. Is it? <laughs> You're like, oh, thank God, this horrifying monstrosity isn't ageist. <laughs> like, actually, I think Grandma would love to be assimilated. <laughs> anyway, Staff's distraction wants this to stop, and she spits on Douchebag. The Douchebag lets loose a foot-long tongue and licks Mullet with it. <laughs> Fuck. That douchebag, <laughs> that douchebag lets loose a foot-long tongue and licks mullet with it. There we go. Take two was good. I'm going to keep it in. Cop finds friend outside with two-thirds of Andre the Giant. And he tells him it's a private party. Then they grab the cop and friend's like, grab hair, grab hair. Like she's a fucking dog now. Yeah, what the fuck? They pull him into the bushes and Fred steals his cop uniform. And then Andre the Giant rips off the cop's hair, but it's a toupee. <laughs> this is some good old-fashioned fun, Vin. 
<laughs> Anyways, inside everyone's laughing and smoking post, you know, whatever that was. <laughs> and the creeper is still alive. And the judge is coming to see him cigar in mouth. And the judge bites the mole off creeper's face. And then he reaches in to grab through his dick all the way up to his mouth. And he works his face like a puppet. Then Snatch Distraction frees Mullet and tells him, I love you. And Mullet tries to leave, but they pretty much just block the door immediately. Like, come on, dude, what are you... (laughs) Yeah, she's just like, run, Mullet, I'll let you free. And he runs literally into the mob. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When I was a child, I once let one of our parakeets out of the cage, because I was like, now you'll be free, my little friend. And then he went right into the window. (laughs) So, which one was that? Peanut butter. Yep. Yeah, it was the yellow one. It wasn't a great name for him, but anyways. Okay. Uh, the doctor chases uh, Mullet up the stairs with the animal control pole, and the doctor's face is melted, so he sort of has like a Joker smile now. Yeah, he does. He's got that Chelsea smile. Yep, and his head turns into a. Into a giant hand, and he's like, let me give you a hand. Then he sends a different hand out at him, too. Yeah, it's like, what the, hey, pick a hand. And Mullet ducks into a room, and then the mom is bed, <laughs> and <laughs> it's a little different than the last time we saw her, because her hands are where her feet are, so she gets up on her feet hands and starts walking around. Except those feet hands aren't her feet hands, those look like more manlier hands. Maybe. Yes, they, they're. I'm assuming they're the dad's hands. Maybe. And as he gets closer, the sister's face drops out of her crotch at him. <laughs> yeah, and tries to lick him. <laughs> She's kind of like, hey, give me a kiss. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It would be kind of like, <laughs> if I could describe it, the mother's... It would be like if in the movie movie Teeth it was an actual head down there. Yes, because the mother's torso is the top and near the crotch is the daughter's head and it's being supported by two Goro-looking arms. Yep. And then we hear a fart. I'm not kidding. And the dad's face pops out of his butt and he's like, hey, look at me, I'm a butthead. Accurate. <laughs> we did it. Anyway, the doctor is still waiting outside the room with the pole, being like, I knew you wouldn't like it in there. Yeah, he, like, waited out the door, and, like, he's just like, ah, I got you. You thought I would run away, you dumb fuck. Yeah, downstairs, the judge looks like a pile of melted bubble gum. It's <laughs> all writhing around. And they're trying to pull Snatch Distraction into their thing, but she's like, no, I've left this life behind. (laughs) She's like, not again. And the fringes of the party look at all wild-eyed around like, what the fuck? So he'd be like us. And the doctor brings Mullet down. He says, dinner is served. And then Mullet puts, uh, pulls Snatch Distraction away from Douchebag. And Mullet's like, let's duel, Douchebag. And then the writhing mass sort of settles in all around this, and the people reform, including the judge, who has a beauty mark now. And then he spits up some hair and says, I'm getting too old for this shit. 
I told you that they wanted to be shade black. <laughs> the doctor goes upstairs to be like, Mom, Dad, Sister, get out of your like group. We need to come down to see this. So the judge introduces them like they're fighters, giving a lot of preference to douchebag. He's like, and our grand champion. And then he's like, and then some dude who's from nowhere in particular, the fucking bastard. <laughs> and douchebag does some crowd work before giving Mullet a roundhouse kick. And he tries to punch douche. Oh, Mullet tries to punch douchebag in the stomach, but his fist sinks in. And the Fred makes his presence known. And douchebag picks up Mullet and tosses him up against the wall. And everybody in the crowd holds him, and douchebag's like, all right, playtime's over. And then he goes in for a key use and tries to hand grab him, but Mullet stops him and then grabs his... He grabs douchebag's dick with his own hand and shoves it up there. And douchebag makes, like, huge duck lips pull it back and then does... I had to Google this as well, Vinny. Batty lip burbling. Now, <laughs> do you know what I mean by that, Vin? I do, but you might want to give the audience a little taste. All right, so he has a snout like a werewolf now that he pulls back <laughs> and goes... <laughs> Flawless. I laughed. I'll be honest. But... <laughs> <laughs> Gets his hand and douchebag's hand all the way up through him and pops his eyes out, asserting his dominance. Then he pulls him inside out. Yup. The crowd hushes, but they can't stop him now. That's the rules of the engagement. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess mm, because he engaged in a duel and he won. Or they're like literally being like, shit, can he just do that? Yeah, it's like, I can't, well, nobody's ever done that ever so they can't stop him and the friend grabs snatch distraction and they say time to go and mullet punches out his dad because i guess he has superpowers now because his dad's just like no stop you the unlikely trio heads to the jeep and drive away it's dawn now and it ends with the judge looking at the pile of goo on the floor saying like it looks like i have an opening in Washington next summer. You know what I mean, Doctor? Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. It's over! We did it. All right, Vinny. You selected the movie this week. It falls upon you to ask me the eternal question. Please proceed. Jake, did I scare you? No. <laughs> no, you didn't scare me. Did you delight me? A little. Oh, good. All right. Cool. It's not. Yeah. I mean, like, nothing's peace is good. So, like, let's set that aside. But. Yeah, absolutely. I felt an affection for it in that way. Also, I think this is at least trying to be funny in some of the ways it's doing. Yeah, it's it's cognizant enough in its writing to, like, not take itself entirely too seriously. Yeah, but. There are some absolutely crazy fucking lines in here. Like when she asked him if she could piss in his tea. That, yeah. That truly blew my fucking mind and be like, I can't believe, like, somebody wrote that on the screenplay and be like, all right, now you say that to him. Yeah, I don't... 
if I view a movie like talking to someone at a party, that's like if in the middle of a story they just slapped me in the face and then kept going. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I, I've not often felt that provoked by a movie. <laughs> They're like, what are you going to do about it? Tell her she can't piss in the tea? And be like, I guess not. We're on to the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Vinny, did, did it scare you? No, of course not. It it definitely weirded me out the first time that I saw it. So, yeah, I was no. a little I was a little more prepared for it the second time. That seems a fair reaction. Um, yeah. So the effects are pretty good. The stuff yeah. is like creepy. The writing is not a hundred percent terrible, which is. Not something I usually say about movies like this, to be honest with you. Yeah, wow, because this is like, this gets pretty, it's about as schlocky as it gets, really. Yeah, and like, I know that they're going for like a deeper thing, like They Live style, with the like, oh, you see how the rich feed on us? And it's like, kind of, yeah. But living living in the times that we're living in, it's just like, you don't want to like get into a conversation with people about that. Yeah, I mean, it's like a little bit heavy-handed, but like they're trying. The acting's not great. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. But that's just that's just like for its time of like this type of movie with like the actors who are like no names. That's just what you're gonna get. It's like honestly not egregiously bad either. Yeah. See, and that's that's basically <laughs> it's hilarious because the way that you're explaining it. Joe Bob explained it exactly the same way. He's just like, he's like, it's clever writing. It's funny. The effects are really fucking good. He's like, is it like a story that's going to blow your socks off? No. He's like, but it is fun. And it does just have like a weirdness to it that you're like, oh, I'm never going to forget this fucking movie. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And I think there's a difference between bad acting and this and like Mausoleum where it's like, (laughs) these are clearly professional actors who are nothing special as opposed to like non-professionals who (laughs) can't even give you like a base level performance. But um, except for that, that one maid in Mausoleum, (laughs) she was the most convincing. I like (laughs) the decision that character made there was it wasn't really a distinguished performance but at any rate um yeah i don't know i i think as uh the flop house would say a good bad movie oh good all right well i'm glad that i could bring that to the table that's that's good that's that's a little bit over what i was expecting because i honestly thought that you were just gonna be like jesus christ i can't believe vin made me watch this fucking movie I'm not made of stone, Vin. If you give me a little something, I'll hook onto it. See, I'm catching on to you. Or maybe I'm rubbing off on you on some of this stupid, crazy shit. I don't think so, because there's some stuff I like that's worse than this. <laughs> like those Neil Breed movies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, someday. I- I'll have you watch some trailers at some point, Vin. Oh, boy. All right, so, Vinny, if you were anyone in this movie, who would you be? Oh, I'm glad that you gave me the choice first. I'm, I'm probably the friend. Because? Well, I feel definitely, as Ned Stark would say, loyal to a fault. And uh, this friend seems to be in that same route of like, uh, he's he's there for his buddy for sure through the end. But 
boy, he's going to regret being like the friend in the end with some of the fucking weird situations he comes across. And yeah, I feel the same way with some of the shit that I've seen in my life. Of course, I haven't seen anything like that. So thank God that you know of, dear listener. Or it could be just deeply pushed back in my psyche for maybe someday for me to unveil on my psychiatrist. They'll just tell you you're imagining it. Now, who would I be then? Who would I be? I don't know. Are you someone in that that massive orgy pile? No. (laughs) I guess I'm mullet because even though I'd like to pretend I wouldn't, I probably still would try to fuck her again. You're like, listen, you know, I'm not above this. I know where I'm at. If I'm going to have to be honest with myself, I knew there'd have to be something wrong for you to want to do this. So, Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, Vinny, uh, what is your most gifable moment? This is a treasure trove over there. Oh, sure. I mean, like, some would probably say those duck lips. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Any particular situation? I'd use it like in like kind of like a surprise like you know moment where it's like someone drops some news. Yeah. Anytime you're disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, clearly, he's getting his old penis shoved back up inside him. So. Yeah. I guess for me it would be boo butt. Yeah, it would just be like, I don't know, you know, I got twisted around today. You could be like, I gotta take a shower real fast and be like, I gotta make sure I get every inch. (laughs) Sometimes you gotta turn yourself around so you can see. Because, you know, if you could, like, you know, turn your face around and see your butt crack to clean it, you'd probably be able to clean it a little bit better. I just imagine all the owls at home clicking on it being like, why is this funny? Yeah. This is informative at anything. As they turn their head around 360 degrees. <laughs> Anyways, alright, uh, that's gonna do it for us for... what? What's the movie we just watched? Society. Society. <laughs> Give it a shot, it's on 2B, who cares? That shit's free. Yeah, actually, I... <laughs> I, I on my Amazon account I, I fired off a, a free trial on Shutter, so I gotta make sure to fucking cancel that. Oh yeah, that's the one that'll come to watch you next month when you least expect it. Yeah, that's the scary part. Uh alright. So Vinny, do we have any mail for this week? Nope. I checked in advance and this week we did not get any love. Okay, well, uh, if people would like to mail us, Vinny, where could they do so? They could do so by emailing us at our email at disypod at gmail.com. That's disypod at gmail.com. And Vinny, if instead they would like to reach us at Instagram or Twitter. Our Instagram is did I scare you pod one word. The one word's not part of it. I'm just, you know, it's all one word, did I scare you pod. And uh, our Twitter is disypod. Okay. Yeah, it's your your turn to pick next week. Yeah. All right. Um. 
I'm going to pick one that's debatably not a horror movie, although it's classified as such online, but maybe a little differently than you would be expecting, Vinny. Um, uh Uh-oh. Oh, man, I was almost struggling to remember the name of the director. We will be watching, directed and written by Jeremy Saulnier, Green Room. Oh, okay. We're going to get a little bit of uh, (laughs) a... This is Anton Yelchin's last film? I think he had one more after this, but it was one of the last ones. Yeah, this is, uh, I bet the last film was, like, one of those Star Trek movies. Probably. All right, so. Anton Yelchin and Patrick Stewart. Yeah. That's right. You heard me right. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, a punk band trapped in a club with a bunch of Nazis coming to kill him. Yup. I'm excited. Are you excited? You know I am. Yeah, I know. Because we saw it together in movie theaters. <laughs> we sure fucking did. <laughs> nah, so it's gonna be a blast. Actually, I I can't wait. It seems like we're just we're taking a turn on this show and be like, fuck, we're just gonna pick movies we know we kind of like. Well, you know that sometimes I like to just have an excuse to rewatch stuff I like. So, good point. Good point. So probably my third time I've seen this. Well, uh, either third or fourth time. All right. And if you'd like to watch Green Room, I don't know where you can because I didn't pick it until the moment I said it. So I think it was the last time that I remember streaming was on Netflix. Yeah, it might still be on Netflix. Hopefully it is. If not, uh, go fuck yourself. I own it on DVD. So uh, go fuck yourself. Well, good call. All right, so that's going to do it for us this week. A thank you, as always, to Rebel Escape Pod for letting us use their song Monster for our intro and outro. You have been listening to Did I Scare You? I have been your host, Jake Albrecht. And I am his co-host and America's littlest brother, Vin. And hey, thanks for the ride, lady. How you doing, lady? Yeah.